Well, hello out there, and welcome to the first ever Shoot It, Sell It podcast. Today is July the 10th, 2015, and uh, I'd like to introduce myself to you and also the purpose of this podcast. My name is Jeff Luke. I'm a Seattle photographer. I specialize in taking pictures of people, and I also have a website called animaldonut.com. And I've decided to make a podcast, which is a companion to my website, shootitsellit.com. And this podcast is to help people who are aspiring to become professional photographers. And I want to help them to figure out what it is that they need to do to break into the world of professional photography and uh, start working as a uh, professional photographer. And... Um, I think that there are some things that people who are in business from themselves as photographers know. And a lot of times it took several years or maybe a decade to figure out how to make money taking pictures. And it's just uh, these are the kinds of things we gain through experience. But if you're just starting out and you'd like to know what are some of the things that you can figure out now and save yourself a lot of time and headaches and problems, then um, I think that this podcast could be really useful to you. So to start off with, I'd just like to say I think that the biggest key to actually selling your photography and making a profit off of it is understanding what the market needs. There has to be a need out there for the kind of photography that you want to do. Um, put another way, uh, just to use an extreme example, if you like taking pictures of postage stamps, just as an idea that popped into my mind, it's unlikely that you're going to be able to support yourself taking pictures of postage stamps and selling them to people because most people who collect stamps just want the stamps themselves and, well, you can figure out the rest. So you need to find somewhere where there's a strong need and just as an example of a recent need that I've seen come on the horizon in the last few years uh, LinkedIn photography photos for people's LinkedIn profiles now I'm not suggesting this to you as a you know possible future photo endeavor but I'm just saying there is a need I get calls or you know people that I meet ask me pretty frequently like oh do you do LinkedIn headshots so when people can see a need for a kind of photography um, and they start asking you about it, they're giving you valuable feedback. So my first kind of tip to you would be in everything you do in trying to figure out what, what kind of photography you should do for a living, I would say instead of just thinking, what do I like to photograph, which could lead you down a, a road that's going to take a lot of time but not lead to any profit, I would try to detect what does the market need or what do people in my, you know, local area, my town, my city, or, you know, people I'm going to be able to reach with my photos. Find out what they need. Be sensitive to that. Um, I think it really helps if you love to take those kinds of photos yourself. Um, but the place to start is thinking about other people and then finding a way that that can match up with your interests. And if you do that, if, if you love photographing food and there just happen to be a lot of restaurants or bakeries or cafes in your area and they need quality photos for their websites, then you might be onto something.
So uh, another thing I just wanted to talk about was this idea of leverage. And you know what I mean by that is you're only so strong by yourself. You can only accomplish so much. And so you need to find as many things as you can that help amplify your strength. And you know the idea of leverage comes from the word for a lever, kind of like you know a a seesaw or something on a fulcrum, a, a plank, a piece of wood, um, maybe you know a metal rod or something over a fulcrum where you can amplify your own strength using a tool. And um, I think this is something that a lot of people who go into business, any kind of business, but photography is definitely not an exception. Um, are not aware of the power that they can have by working intelligently. And um, I'll provide you with a few examples of this, but rather than go into a lot of depth, I would just say a great thought experiment, a good kind of creative process for you to undertake early on is think, you know, who do you know? Who can you reach either through calling them or meeting with them or contacting them online? to get some help with your photo endeavor. If you've got an idea for a photo business, um, it's really hard and it's going to take a lot more of your time and brain power and maybe even knowledge that you don't have yet. And so if you can recruit other people who are smart and who can work with you and want to work with you, it, there's some benefit to them, either financial or otherwise. Um, you'll really be better off if you can connect with other people. So I want to encourage that. Um, I'll just give you an example for, for uh, the purpose of illustration. Say you love to do um, uh, photos of fashion models. And you really want to go out there and take pictures of people and get hired, but you don't, you don't know very much about clothing selection or about makeup or hair it might be a great idea for you to meet somebody in your city who is a stylist, a hairstylist, makeup, um, is really good with design and clothing. And they may need some photos uh, of examples of their work, of their makeup work, their artistry. And so if you can team up with them, then when you go to do a photo shoot, you can make sure your subjects are really um, beautifully made up and wearing like really good clothes that, that look good on them. And then that makeup person will have pictures that they could use to promote their work. So basically you're getting stronger by enlisting the help of others. Um, I, uh, I had a, a project I was working on the side of the house the other day and I had this huge cement slab of rock and I was trying to move it about two or three feet from one area in a walkway to another and the thing weighed like four or five hundred pounds. It was so heavy and I was trying to figure out as early in the morning how was I going to move it and I needed at least four or five people to help lift this thing and, and carry it over to where it needed to go and I tried really hard to do it myself lifting it just a little bit at a time couldn't even budge it but I was able to find a two by four, big plank of wood, and some bricks, which I used to make a, like a fulcrum, like a center point that I could use to create a leverage and um, to create leverage. 
and I was able to to lift one side of the rock and then you know this big tablet and then stick some rocks underneath it some other um, bricks and some rocks I had nearby and then I was able to lift the other end using this lever and stick some rocks under it and once I got the thing about a uh, foot off the ground I was able to basically use the uh, the lever to kind of shimmy it over to the side little by little and uh, a half hour later I'd moved this like 500 pound piece of rock this huge tablet and uh, it's just a it's, it was a it was a good example for me it helped me figure out that there are ways that I could amplify my own strength just by kind of thinking about it and figuring it out and um, my career in photography has been filled with problems uh, a lot of them in getting new work or once I had a job keeping the client that require thinking in a new way and um, and getting more power through something you figure out than you know just charging ahead full speed but without any leverage because you know our brute force will only take us so far so um, finally the last thing that I wanted to you know, discuss here is a conversation I just had what was it, about two or three days ago with a friend who really wants to become a photographer and needs to because he's got friends, uh, sorry, he's got kids and he needs to help his wife to support the family and pay the rent and buy food and, you know, pay for the car. And uh, he's supposed to bring in at least $3,000 every month and um, he asked me for some advice because he's sort of just starting out and he doesn't want to go and get a um, typical job you know working for some company he wants to make it in photography and uh, he said I know I need to make a website and you know I've started it but I haven't gotten very far and so I said well just make one web page and uh, you know get a start on it and um, then I, I talked to him the next day and I asked him how things had gone and he told me, oh, he was really busy with his kids and with other stuff. And then the following day, I just texted him and I said, hey, how's that page going? And uh, he hadn't done it yet. And then, you know, now it's three days or so later and nothing going. And I think this is really um, typical of the problems that a lot of people run into when they know that they want to have a change in their life but they feel frustrated because they're not getting it or they're not you know, getting to where they want to go. And I, I heard this, uh, watched a video on YouTube and the person being interviewed is MJ DeMarco. He wrote the book, The Millionaire Fast Lane. And DeMarco had this, uh, had this great quote. The, the host of the podcast asked him if he would share uh, his favorite success quote. And without missing a beat, MJ DeMarco said, oh yeah, my favorite quote's actually by me, by himself. He said, many people want to change their lives, but they're not willing to change their choices. And ultimately, this changes nothing. And it took a little while for me to just think about it. And, and over the last couple of days, actually, it's really sunk in. And it's a really good example of what my friend's trying to do. He wants to change his life but he hasn't made an effort yet to make any small changes 
that would be necessary to get him to making money. And, and he knows, you know, one of the first steps to becoming a professional photographer is having a, a portfolio. He needs to have an online portfolio, which is just a website. I mean, it's easy enough to make a one or a two-page website. I think with the tools out there, online tools and website builders, you could build a website in, you know, three or four hours and at least put up some of your pictures and a bio and your contact info and you'd be good to go. That would be a great start. But anyways, uh, MJ DeMarco's quote, many people want to change their lives but they're not willing to change their choices and ultimately this changes nothing. He said that anything in, you know, worthwhile having in life is going to be reflected in your daily choices. And the choices you make every minute of the day have a really they have to string together a series of habits and those habits create your lifestyle and the lifestyle is what creates the change so it's a real you know view of what you do today the the string of things you do become your habits and those habits are what get you to where you need to go and so an example of how people screw up he said is you can eat broccoli once but that's not going to change anything you know if you want to lose weight or you want to start eating healthy you know you can go to the gym once but it's not going to change anything because it's just one action he calls these action fakes people think they're going to make a big change they do something once one action or one choice doesn't really change anything you need to ultimately change the daily decision making insofar as that changes your lifestyle so I would leave you with this with photography. Do some good hard thinking about what it is that people around you or companies around you need. Be real sensitive that to that. Where do you see a need for a kind of photography that maybe is not being filled right now? If there's a need for photography and there are a million people out there trying to be photographers and sell that kind of work, then it's probably even if you get into that kind of uh, you know working environment or get into that sector of the photography world um, you're going to be battling it out with a lot of other people so I think the key would be not only to find a need but try to find a need where there aren't a lot of people filling it right now and just just to give you an example I, I live in Seattle and one of my clients uh, asked me if I do food photography and she said her husband works for a major company, a uh, restaurant chain in Seattle, and they need a food photographer. They've gone online and searched for local photographers in the area who do food and couldn't find anyone. Or the ones they, they found really did not have very good work. So the point of mentioning this is there, there are pockets out there that aren't being filled. And so the key is to find that need. And if you can find a need where you're going to be one of the few people who can fill the need and finally you know have it be something you love to do because if uh, the market needs a great food photographer but you hate photographing food that's not gonna help anyone in the long term so try to find that need to fill where it's the kind of photography you want to do more of um, and then you know make a website and fill it with pictures of that thing and and uh, start calling, start emailing, and set up some face-to-face -face time and show the people what you're all about, what you want to do, and how you can help them further their goals by shooting pictures for them. 
So anyways, that brings to a close this first edition of the Shoot It, Sell It podcast. Thank you so much for for checking it out and listening. I hope it's been useful for you. And uh, do visit the website, shootitsellit.com. Uh, and when you go there, you can type in your email address and download a free guide of 17 things that will help you uh, in your quest to become a professional photographer. This is Jeff Luke, and thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check back again soon. Take care now. Bye-bye.